hello 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 welcome back okay context i just got back from my run and i took a very very cold shower because i haven't been able to go to the beach as often as i'd like to have these last few weeks of summer whenever i hit my liked songs on shuffle it's always a little bit of everything the shuffling outcomes are endless but today was interesting because taylor swift's all too well song came out the 10 minute version and i don't really consider myself a big taylor swift fan if anything when i was younger i definitely was like her country music her fearless album like i was probably 10 11 12 years old blasting that whole album every day but then as the years went by i just kind of drifted away from taylor started expanding my music taste and yeah i kind of stopped listening to taylor swift forever like i don't think i've listened to any of her music up until a couple of months ago maybe like last year but the reason i was talking about taylor swift is because she's on tour right now and i remember when i was in school my coworkers were talking about it and they were like, oh my God, Taylor Swift is going on tour. I have to get tickets. Like, I have to get tickets. And I was just kind of like, bro, okay. Like, it's just Taylor Swift. And obviously, it. I compared it to when Drake announced that he was going on tour. And I was literally freaking out. Like, I could not believe that he was going on tour. And I just felt like getting Drake tickets was all that mattered in my life at the moment. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's how my coworkers felt at the time. I just didn't get it. I was like, okay, yeah, like Taylor Swift is cool and all, but not my vibe. Like, like I think she's all right. But only recently have I been thinking really deeply about Taylor Swift for no reason. Actually, yes, reason. I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how rare it is for girls to look back on times of their life and different chapters of their life and be appreciative and happy about the different types of people that they were, the different stages of their life, different decisions that they made. Basically, it was very rare for a girl to look back on that and be happy with it and be okay with it. Taylor Swift does that beautifully through music and i started thinking about it i was like yeah like taylor swift i'm not even like the biggest fan of taylor swift i really am not i listen to her maybe like once every three months <laughs> like i and i have like three songs saved from her but i started thinking about how there is something special about being able to look back at different points of your life and not being mad at yourself, not holding resentment towards yourself, and just treating your past selves with love and kindness. And I just think that was so cool. Like, I just started thinking about that. And it made me start thinking about my past selves, my different eras, if you will. And I don't think there's not really a point where I think can think of at least where there wasn't like big events in my life that I regret or think back on and just hate myself for it. I think there's definitely things and situations, events where I did something that I'm like, okay, 
Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. But ultimately, overall, summing up my entire life experiences that I can remember, I I want to say that I look back at all of my past versions with love. I want to say all of those versions of myself led up to the version that I am now. But then how do you even explain that? Like, how do you explain what? Do people just say growth? Is that it? Like, you just grow up. You just start learning more about yourself and you start seeing things differently as you go on. Is that all it is? I think it's kind of cool. I think time and growing up, coming of age, like all of that stuff is really cool to think about. And I'm only just thinking about it now. Shout out to Taylor Swift. But I was thinking about how long it took me to have a real coming of age moment. And I don't know, I feel like when I think of coming of age, I think of books and movies, right? Like the character has this tremendous, like either traumatic or amazing experience that just changes let me actually look at that because i'm intrigued i am intrigued (laughs) what the heck i googled coming of age and it says the time when that person legally becomes an adult and is old enough to vote no that's not what we're talking about (laughs) that is not what we're talking about we're talking about that moment where you feel that you've turned a page in your life. I think that's what I'm referring to as coming of age. Something happened to you, you witnessed something, and honestly, maybe sometimes you don't even have to witness something. Maybe one day you just turn a different age, or maybe one day you just wake up and you're like, this is a new chapter of my life. This is a new era, a new beginning. So now that we have our established definition of coming of age for this episode specifically, I want to talk about what I think my coming of age moment was. And honestly, it could have been any other moment of my life. I just think that the one that I can remember the most and I think was the real page turner, if you will, going to college. And I think this is like a universal page turner. I think going to college is such a universal new chapter for everyone and it sounds obvious but if you really think about it it's way more than just start like going into a new school and being a freshman like it's it's so much more than that and it was definitely so much more than that for me because more specifically the person that i felt myself changing into each year so i'm two years into college honestly at 20 years old (laughs) I think that I'm having my coming of age moment as of September. Maybe we have multiple coming of ages throughout our life. But anyways, except in a dorm, right? So you come home, your roommates are there. You're just kind of always around each other. You're never alone. And I grew up in a house with sisters where we shared rooms. Like my whole life, all I knew was sharing a room with someone else. So I never really felt like... Even in my first year of college that I was able to make decisions of my own and just kind of have my day the way that I wanted, still come back to the dorm and be greeted by my roommates and 
And I think that's another reason why my first year went so smoothly because there was no big change. Sharing a room with other girls was something that I knew my whole life and it just felt normal to me. It was comfortable. Going into my second year of college, um, I'm moving into my apartment and again, I have roommates, but living in an apartment is so different than living in dorms and like same as all you guys like sharing the same space like every hour of the day or not every hour but you know what I mean so it took a while for me to transition into that and to be honest I don't think I fully transitioned into that until probably the end of the year so my whole second year it was just weird it felt weird for me to come to an apartment where I was just kind of on my own and I just kind of had the apartment to myself for multiple weekends, for a lot of weekends actually. I was purposely giving myself more free time because I did feel like I was working too much, like I was spending too much time doing homework or I was doing too many hours at work or I was taking gym too seriously. So there was a time where I just kind of let myself have a break, right? So I'm just kind of like, you know what? Let me just let me just lay back for a little. And I remember when I was in the first year dorms, I was never alone. I never had to worry about feeling alone or lonely. I was just kind of always with someone in the room. It was weird for me my second year of college to be out and about to, um, going to classes, going to work, going to the gym, and then coming back home to an empty apartment because that's the way that it was most of the time. For one day, feeling so sorry for myself. I remember coming home. I literally wrote this down. This is one of my journal entries, I swear. One of my journal entries was me having one of the good of a day days where you just, it's not your day. You're not having a good day and that's okay. But I came home that day and it was late at night. It was probably like maybe 9.30 p.m., close to 10 p.m. And I opened my door to my apartment and it was dark and it was alone and it was empty. And I just remember crying. I just started to cry and I sat on my couch and I was crying and I was like, oh my God, like I feel so alone. Like I'm so lonely. I think up until now, I've been trying to differentiate the diff alone and being lonely. But at that point in time, it was definitely both. I was physically alone because obviously my roommates were gone. But I was also, I just felt so alone. I felt so alone because I was going through something personal and I just felt like I didn't have anybody that I could just call and talk to and somebody that I can call and they can come over or someone that I could just call and be like, hey, can I come over? Like, I didn't have that person. I didn't have that. And I read that journal entry. Let's see when that was. I'm curious to see when that was, actually. This was February 3rd, 2023. And <laughs> oh my God, it's crazy. Like, Oh, and then I do this thing where after I have a journal entry, I go back to it to kind of respond to myself. So like 
maybe a week will go by and I'll go back to that same date and I'll just like write myself a little note like oh little update or hey you feel better now just like something like that and my just the other day I was reading it and I wrote back to myself and I was just crying I was just crying again because I was remembering how I felt that moment and I was just I felt so sorry for myself like I but then again like to what we talked about earlier I felt so much love for myself back then like I was like oh my god like I love her like I I just want to give her a hug and I wish that I can go back to that moment in time and just hug myself and tell myself that I'm not completely alone and even if I felt that way being here now and having a different mindset I totally wasn't alone I had very loving friends and I definitely had support systems that I could have called it's just very difficult to recognize when you need to call someone or when you might need to reach out to a friend and that was definitely me on February 3rd 2023 but I think it's important again to heal that bond that you have with past parts of yourself because honestly I don't even know how life would be if I wasn't able to look back even if this was only a few months ago like in general I don't know how life would be if I wasn't able to look back on past versions of myself and hate myself have love towards myself or be passion for that part of myself because I was there oh my god I'm literally Taylor Swift right now I was there like it was rare (laughs) but it makes me so hopeful like now whenever I go through something or whenever I'm having a bad day or I'm going through something shitty I'm kind of hopeful that the future version of myself is going to look back to this moment and happily say that things got better like things get better literally things get better oh it's just something so beautiful like time is just an opportunity to be kind to yourself show love to yourself and be compassionate to yourself and of course to others but i think the most important thing is to take care of yourself first because you are the only person who you get to spend the rest of your life with. You are the only person who is with you 24-7. From someone who has struggled with this recently, I'll tell you how much of a difference it makes when you start being nice to yourself. Even the days where it feels so forced and you literally feel like a liar if you try telling yourself that you love yourself it does help to even be appreciative of where you are now and how far you've come and just the fact that you're alive oh my god i don't want to get i'm literally getting emotional i don't even want to start crying this episode wasn't even supposed to be all emotional it started with taylor swift and now i'm talking about wanting i have found myself in a very peaceful and loving state of solitude 
I feel like. And honestly, I always expect summer to be like the most amazing time ever. Like I'm going to be going on trips every weekend and I'm just going to work, get my money up, spend time with friends and family. And it's good to romanticize summer right like you want to romanticize upcoming times of your life like when it's summer when it's like halfway through summer we start romanticizing fall and then when it's fall we start romanticizing winter etc like it's just a constant cycle like we're always looking forward to something in our life and i remember i had a professor who said why are we always waiting for something that's coming up to live like When we're in high school, we say, oh, well, once I graduate high school and I go to college, like, I'll be okay. And then once we get to college, we're like, oh, once I graduate college and I get a job, I'll be okay. Even after we get a job, we never seem to be content in the now. We're always kind of just looking forward and not really being appreciative of the state that we're in now. And I think that's definitely something that I struggle with because I still always want to look forward to things. Even if it means planning a weekend trip, I want to have something to look forward to because it makes the sad days and the times where I don't feel as good, it makes them feel temporary. Like, I know that they are temporary, but having something to look forward to reinforces that because then i'm like okay i feel sad today but i'm going to the beach this weekend so that's gonna be fun so it's i never really give myself the company that i need at the time thinking back to february 3rd i just wish that instead of dwelling on the fact of being alone and not having anyone to quote-unquote talk to or be with i wish that i would have just appreciated having that alone time and that place to myself because i really could have done anything that day i could have made dinner for myself i could have watched a movie i could have had like a little self-care night but instead i remember that night was probably one of the saddest nights that i've ever had in college i just cried most of the night and i just wish that I could have just been there for myself a little bit more and yeah I think that's something that I'm trying to work on now is even the days where I even the days where I feel really shitty I still want to be there for myself like I want to be the person who picks me up don't overlook the people that you have in your life or um, don't think that you can't seek out help in others but also recognize that you are also capable of being there for yourself and that's something that i'm trying to work with now i've just been trying to be a little bit more present i try to check in on myself throughout the day something that i found really interesting was that i never base my day off of what i did or how productive it was i used to do that i used to base my day off how productive i was and how much things I got done or who I spent time with, etc. But now I think that I've been basing my days off of the way that I feel. So it's like, oh, I didn't feel that good today. Like I woke up feeling kind of sad and then um, towards the end of the day, I still felt sad. So that's what I'll base my day off. I'll base my day off of how I felt and 
I think before I would base my day off of the things that I did. So if I had a really good day that day, it would be going to the gym, getting breakfast, going to the library, going to all of my classes, hanging out with friends, doing some self-care, like hitting all my meals and then having some time to meditate or having some time to read. Like that was my perfect ideal productive day and if I checked all those boxes at the end of the day then I would feel content with myself and I would feel happy I would call that a very good day however now if I am talking to someone and they ask me how my day was I immediately think about how I felt I reflect on all of the thoughts and emotions that have been going through my head throughout the day and I just kind of base it on what's been going on in my head. Like, oh yeah, today was just kind of a neutral day. I didn't really think about much. Today was a very stressful day. I was very anxious. I was happy today. I was excited. Like, I always base it off of my emotions. Again, with finding that balance. I think I'm trying to work on checking in on myself emotionally while still recognizing what I'm doing throughout my day physically, giving myself grace for even getting up in the morning, um, giving myself grace for making myself breakfast, for going on a walk, like all those little things that I started to look past and look over, I'm trying to recognize them again and count on them again, um, make them important to my daily reflection of how my day was because not putting too much pressure on what I want to get done throughout the day so I still have like a little mind map of what I want to get throughout the day and I still have like little daily goals or whatever but I'm not too hard on myself because once I become too strict about that list or that little mind map then at the end of the day I'm going to base my day off solely on how productive I was and if I got those things done. Whereas now I want to lay back a little, take a step back, have that little mind map of what I want to get done. Obviously right now it's summertime. I don't have like very important things that I have to get done. Like it's just little simple things like when school comes back around then I'll have a little bit more things that I need to take serious but right now what's been very helpful is taking it easy on myself recognizing that I have stuff to get done but also checking in on myself how I'm feeling what am I doing have I ate and yeah it's been really helpful that's been really helpful for me recently also this happened unintentionally but I've been I have not been on my phone probably like all week. I do check it occasionally, but I was checking my screen time. Last week, maybe like two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, my screen time was at like nine hours. And this week I checked it. Let's check it right now. I feel like I'm going to be a hypocrite right now when I check my screen time. Oh no. Yeah. Five hours, 20% down from last week. Hey, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. That's like, what, four hours? 
four hours down on an average that's pretty good um and again it's not even that i was trying to i've just been actually kind of busy this week um being busy has just kept me away from my phone and i felt better i felt really good because i'm not just scrolling on my phone every chance that i get so it's been real nice and also being on my phone less gives me even more of the opportunity to check in on myself without letting anything that i see on social media affect how i'm feeling or seeing people on social media affect the way that i'm feeling i think that it it gets me it grounds me even more just being on my own and doing things on my own time and yeah it's been real nice lately so in conclusion stream taylor swift's fearless album (laughs) i see yourself try to be there for yourself at every moment just take life one day at a time one hour at a time one minute at a time like i think i'm someone who whose mood changes very rapidly and i can get really excited over something and then i can get really anxious over something or i can just be really sad about something so as someone who struggles to balance that out throughout their day i just want to say that being a little bit more mindful with your emotion helps with that and being mindful of who you're with what you're doing is a very good first step in becoming more in tune with yourself and you have to know yourself to be there for yourself that's something that i want to start practicing and prioritizing I hope that you guys feel inspired with all my Taylor Swift. This was a very last minute episode. I just kind of laid on my bed and started recording. But I do hope that it was an enjoyable episode for you guys. Every time I think about you guys, I just get so emotional. And being emotional just fits the episode, right? It just, it fits. Let's cry together. Let's all just cry together. Um... I just want to cry. I'm just so happy of where I'm at right now and that you're listening and that we're here together and we get to talk about our past selves and being there for each other. And if you ever feel like you can't be there for yourself, I'm here for you. Literally text me, call me. You know where to find me. I'm going to start linking my start linking my instagram somewhere because somebody commented who is she i can't find her and i was like oh my god it's not just my friends listening like there are other people listening so if you're listening and you don't follow me on instagram my my instagram is atlasizzle l-e-s-i-z-z-z-l and yeah honestly that's the only handle i'm gonna put out because instagram is instagram is my spot that's where i be i'd be on instagram shoot me a dm let's talk call me let's set up a zoom call oh my god we should set up a zoom call we should set up (laughs) we should set up a zoom call but anyways thank you so much for listening i love you so much more than you can ever imagine and i hope that tomorrow or today whenever you're listening to this 
I hope that your next steps are to show love and compassion to yourself. And it's something that you start to practice. We'll talk in the next episode. Bye.